Uh, this is what I think the the Sam Levine essay and his uh, like software art experiments are really interesting in terms of like interrogating and thinking about that like smaller scale. So I just want I, I want to read a paragraph from Sam Levine's essay, then we can talk about some of the stuff that some of the kind of like artistic research centered on sabotage he's been doing. Uh, so he writes, "What might sabotage look like in 2021?" For many workers, like those employed in factories, farms, or restaurants, methods of sabotage likely look almost the same as they did a century ago. However, for others, the advent of personal computing and smartphones has radically transformed both their work and the corresponding tactics of resistance. So what does sabotage look like when the means of production are your laptop or your phone? What does it mean when you do your paid work on the same machines that mediate your home life, the same machines you use to communicate with friends and family? To produce labor inf inefficiencies on these machines might also mean producing social inefficiencies, familial inefficiencies, or romantic inefficiencies. In this sense, an act of digital sabotage might also be an act of self-sabotage, because in order to hamper your work, you might have to voluntarily and willingly hamper yourself. It's very interesting. He, he tries to explore this in practice through a few different projects uh, that, as he puts it, allow the user to play with forms of digital sabotage and its necessary side effect, self-sabotage. So, you know, just just a, a, a couple of them that, he, that he's been developing since 2016. Um, one is called Slow Hot Computer, uh, which is a, a website that makes your computer run slow and hot so that it almost stops working, but, but doesn't quite, um, thus allowing you the most minimal, slowest form of productivity. And the way this works is, you know, it, it's a, it's a website. I don't know if it's still live, but it was slowhotcomputer.com. Um, and you go on this, this website and what it does is it, it works by running in the background these like processor intensive calculations, which almost, I mean, essentially, uh, turning your computer into a crypto mining rig, but without actually doing any crypto mining. So, <laughs> but like, you know, it, it runs these like processor intensive calculations in the background, which end up like eating up, um, like, like huge amounts of your CPU resources and thus like slowing your computer down. So, you know, things become way more inefficient and way less productive to then actually do do work uh, on on your computer. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's very interesting as well, but it's also like interesting to think of like intentionally trying to do that when uh, versus like what what's the psychology of like intentionally running something that makes your computer run really slow and hot versus uh, mm -hmm. you know the unintentional aspect, which when you've got you know a hundred uh, Google Chrome tabs open <laughs> that are essentially <laughs> doing the same exact thing and and aggravating the shit out of you, and you're like, why is my computer running so slow and why is it like 300 degrees right now on my lap <laughs> <laughs> it's because i got all these chrome tabs open <laughs> i love that i love that in a way everyone is 
practicing slow computing by making the computer run as fucking slow as possible. That's <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I, I like you, the. This is how we reframe the Google Chrome browser as like yeah. uh, a big art project to make all of us uh, work less efficiently and a lot slower. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've seen the papers. Google is in a. They've got a conspiracy to slow down computing. I'm uh, I'm running by you by making you put three million billion tabs in every single computer, which will also increase the computational speed of their mainframe, which they'll use to merge with humanity in an AI framework. I've seen all of the documents, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying, I'm just saying I have the best sources, you know, I have the the best sources. I knew this in 1999. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Another one of the art projects that Sam Levine is doing, uh, I I love this one. It's called The Good Life, uh, made in 2017 with Tiga Brain. Um, And it's a a subscription service you sign up to that sends you 225,000 emails from the Enron email archives, um, Mm -hmm. as he puts it, thus clogging up your inbox with office drama and meeting reminders from decades ago, confusing your spam filter, and also allowing you to witness firsthand the collapse of a corporate empire. I love this shit too, just like, because it's, it's like, all right, we got all these, uh, you know, we've got this massive archive of emails from, from the Enron scandal that are all public. So, you know, (laughs) Uh, all of us are already. I've seen some of y'all's uh, uh, email application <laughs> inbox notifications yeah. sitting there with a hundred thousand plus unread emails. I have eighteen thousand three hundred ninety nine unread emails in my work email. What the actual fuck? <laughs> and in my personal one, I have five thousand nine hundred sixty five. Bro, Jathan knows how weird I am about this shit. I have precisely. Precisely, and this is the lowest number I can get, 24 apps on my phone. And and the minute I get like a push notification, I click on it and cancel it out because I cannot stand to look at my phone and see numbers Mm -hmm. like in bubbles. It just, I've like something about it makes my eye twitch. I know I'm the same way. I, I have OCD, uh, like clinically, and and it also does manifest uh, in my digital work environment. I am a, a starch uh, adherent to trying to do as close to inbox zero as possible. I currently have one unread email in my both work and profession or work and personal email account. What? <laughs> I have one unread email. I have the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, I use my inbox as a to-do list. So for me, like every unread email is something on my to-do list that I need to do. Um, and so I've been work, I work really hard to, uh, cause it, if I have more than like five unread emails, it weighs on my brain because in my mind, each of those unread emails is like a task that I have to do. Uh, mm. and, and <laughs> it's a different relationship to the inbox, mm-hmm. but I'm all about trying to get inbox zero, which also means that I'm very obsessive about like, as soon as an email comes in, I'm like, 
click that shit as red or delete it, get it out of here, get it out of my inbox. <laughs> but, you know, in the framing of Sam Levine's art projects, uh, Jeremy and I are actually the good neoliberal subjects here, right? We're like, yeah. we got to be yeah. efficient. We got to be productive. We got to be clean and organized. Ed is embracing the chaos of self-sabotage. That's right. <laughs> I'm over here trying to make my inbox look like Enron. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> One day at a time. Before before 2000 or after? Uh, before. <laughs> In the days before. <laughs> but I also I like uh, I like this like this particular art experiment as well because it, it it kind of and I think in a lot in the way that a lot like like you know the way that like slow hot computer we could reframe Google Chrome as essentially doing the same exact thing to us um, we could also reframe I think as well um, the the like modern uh, work environment that is so that is essentially just email based right like like if you work in an office job or a computer based job chances are your job is email and then and there's like a lot of other stuff that you're trying to do on the side as you are yeah. doing emails. Um, and so like the good life art experiment that sends you all the in Enron emails, you know, we could essentially reframe any organization like a university where I work or, uh, uh, you know, a media company where Ed works or any, you know, any kind of the, you know, any job like that as essentially also trying to sabotage you constantly by sending you a, uh, an ongoing, this onslaught flood of emails to your inbox where, you know, sometimes you end up missing really important stuff because it's all the noise, because there's all this noise covering up the signal. You know, sometimes you miss invitations to sit on a panel <laughs> with someone that you really admire to talk about a book that you love uh, because there's too much noise. <laughs> Fair, yeah. Damn, Jason, you have to, have to make it so personal. <laughs> <laughs> I see your dig, dig, dig those nails in deeper.